a name few of us know. Season 1, Episode 1. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Revolutionary War Rarities, the podcast from the Sons of the American Revolution. My name is Jim Griffith. And my name is Jim Maples. Several years ago, the Sons of the American Revolution began compiling what we refer to as keyholes to history. These are all available on the Sons of the American Revolution website at www.sar.org and then by going to the education link. So let's take a listen to this short message about the start of the Revolutionary War, and we'll expand on that in just a minute. Keyhole to History, April 21st, 1775. On this day, a Lieutenant John Barker of the King's Own wrote the following account of the Battle of Lexington in his diary. We were about five miles on this side of a town called Lexington, which lay in our road. We heard there were some hundreds of people collected together, intending to oppose us and stop our going on. At five o'clock, we arrived there and saw a number of people, I believe between two and three hundred, formed in a common in the middle of the town. We still continued advancing, keeping prepared against attack, though without intending to attack them. On our coming near them, they fired one or two shots upon us. Then our men, without any orders, rushed in and fired upon them. Several of them were killed. Shortly thereafter, we continued on to Concord. This public service announcement has been brought to you by the Sons of the American Revolution. For further information, log on to www.sar.org. Well, this keyhole to history is referring to the beginning of the Revolutionary War. This British expedition, if you wish to call it that, was one seeking the storage depots of colonial weaponry, their stores of black powder and ammo. That's what this effort was aimed to do, capture the ammo. Well, first of all, there has always been a lot of debate around when the American Revolution actually started. There are those who vote for the Boston Massacre as the actual start date of fighting between the Loyalists and the colonies. Others argue it was the Boston Tea Party. And even others argue that the revolution began upon the implementation of the Sugar Act in 1764. Regardless of those arguments, hand-to-hand battles, otherwise known as war, began on April 19, 1775. And that is the day this keyholder history is talking about. That was the day the shot heard round the world on the village green, Lexington, Massachusetts. So at the completion of this expedition, which yielded no capture of militia ammunition, the British began their return to Boston. Now, by this time, there were Minutemen and militia that were lined up and waiting, ready to assault the Redcoats with every step they made on their way back to Boston. Some 2,000 Americans lined the route that the British were to take. One of them was named Samuel Whitmore, a name rarely mentioned in the history books, but one that we intend to focus on today. Well, at that time, Samuel Whitmore lived about five miles from Lexington, Massachusetts, in a town called Monotomy. Monotomy, now known as Arlington, Massachusetts, was directly in between Boston and Lexington, So the British soldiers came right through Samuel Whitmore's town on their return. And when Samuel Whitmore saw the British soldiers coming, he grabbed his musket and loaded it. He had dueling pistols, so he loaded both of them and grabbed his sword also. He ambushed the British soldiers as they were coming across his land and ended up killing three of them. The British came after him, and he had taken his sword and kept fighting with it. Sadly, 
Samuel Whitmore was stabbed numerous times, clubbed over the head, and shot in the face through his cheek. So he was left for dead in the middle of that field as the British soldiers walked away. Some say that he actually owned the field that he was... Uh, that they attempted to kill him in. When he was found, he was still alive. He was attempting to reload his musket and was trying to gain his footing and continue to chase the British back to Boston. Obviously, he was barely clinging to life, so he was rushed to Dr. Cotton Tufts. It turns out that Dr. Tufts was a cousin of founding father and future president, John Adams. Dr. Tufts came to the conclusion that there was simply no way that Samuel Whitmore could possibly survive his wounds, and therefore there was nothing that he could do to help. But Dr. Tufts was wrong. Not only did he survive his injuries, he lived another 18 years beyond that date, not dying until 1793. This is a fantastic story, Jim, and one that many of us can learn from. You know, Jim, I've always liked motivational quotes, and there are countless perseverance quotes that are motivational and apply to Samuel Whitmore. How about this one from Abigail Adams? Great difficulties may be surmounted by patience and perseverance. If anyone persevered, it was Samuel Whitmore. Or this one from Thomas Edison. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Samuel Whitmore showed perseverance like few have shown in their entire life. Now, I've always had a passion for American history, but I really enjoy the little-known facts, the ones that you have to dig deep to find. So I've got a few questions for you. You ready? Sure. All right. Question number one. Do you know how old Samuel Whitmore was when he joined the battle against the British on their return to Boston? Well, it turns out that Samuel Whitmore was the oldest known soldier of the American Revolution. He was 78 years old when he began to fight against the British. He was 78 years old when he was stabbed at least six times, shot through the face, and clubbed over the head. Not only did he survive, but he lived to the ripe old age of 98 years old when he died of old age on February the 2nd, 1793. So what was the average age of soldiers who fought in the Revolution? Well, the average age would have been between 18 and 20 years old. That's correct. So Samuel Whitmore was 60-plus years older than most of the other soldiers that fought in the American Revolution. He had previously fought in King George's War, the French and Indian War, and numerous other incursions. Now, the average lifespan of men during the mid to late 1700s was 33.72 years. So Samuel Whitmore had already outlived his life expectancy by almost 50 years when he was fighting the British and still had 18 more years of life ahead of him. And also, you have to remember, Ben Franklin was the oldest signer of the Declaration of Independence at the ripe old age of 70, meaning that Samuel Whitmore was almost 10 years older than the senior representative of the Continental Congress. Okay, one last bit of trivia. It turns out that the state of Massachusetts recognized Samuel Whitmore as their official state hero in 2005, 230 years after the Battle of Lexington and Concord and when he ambushed the British on their return to Boston that fateful day. So a name that few people recognize is Samuel Whitmore. And although there were many days of death and destruction to follow his heroic actions until the American Revolution was successfully completed, he lived through all of them. Although the quote, give me liberty or give me death, was said by Patrick Henry, it was lived by Samuel Whitmore. 
the oldest soldier to fight in the American Revolution. America, the dream goes on because of what Samuel Whitmore did. To learn more about Samuel Whitmore and the events of April 19, 1775, we recommend reading or listening to George C. Dawn's book, Lexington and Concord, The Battle Heard Round the World, available at your local library or wherever books are sold. I'm Jim Griffith. And I'm Jim Maples. And we thank you for joining us today. And please be sure to join us for the next episode of the Revolutionary War Rarities podcast. This has been a production of the National Society, Sons of the American Revolution, www.sar.org.